2: Welcome to the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network Monday, June the 20th, a game day Monday, game three of the NHL Stanley Cup Final tonight as the scene shifts to Tampa Bay and the lightning better hope that home ice gives them something better than what Denver, Colorado did in the first two games of the Stanley Cup Final. Game three, Colorado leading the series 2-0. We'll break that down. Ian Cameron, and we are joined by two special guests. Today, for the first time, we don't usually usually just have one guest, but look, the number of shows are dwindling down now. We've pretty much got shows just on game days the rest of the season. We wanted to try to get everybody on the show at least once uh, before the end of the season. So, as a result, here we are, two special guests today. So, it should be a great show. We've got Dan Sexton joining us, we've got Curtis Getting joining us here as well, two former uh, pro hockey players. So, Dan, uh, we'll start with you. Welcome to the Ice Guys show. Thanks for joining us.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. Good to be here. Curtis, thanks as well. Thanks for having me.
2: Appreciate it. All right, uh, Dan. Uh, let's talk about your uh, pl- hockey playing career. What? How many years you played? Where you played? How you got into hockey? How you got your love for hockey? All that stuff. Uh, tell us about it.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm still playing, so I'm not done yet. But um, Ooh, like I, I'm, I, I've been I'm, I'm putting you in retirement,
2: my friend. My apologies.
1: <laughs> uh, that's all right. I might be. Who knows? I don't have a job yet, so we'll see. But. Um, uh i've been in russia the last nine years and then obviously that kind of uh that's kind of a non-starter anymore after what happened with the war over there so i probably won't be going back there so i've been trying to look up some european options but then before that i was in anaheim and tampa bay in the nhl ahl and yeah so 13 years total and hopefully 14 coming up but uh I mean, I'm pretty sure I'll end up playing somewhere, but it's it's a little bit different landscape now that with uh, things changing and just overseas. And, um, but yeah, so it's been a long career, but just enjoying the off season, which is always nice.
2: Yeah, the off season, absolutely, especially now. Well, finally here, it took a while for basically the weather to. Uh warm up and get to a spot where we were comfortable, but finally uh, it's arrived and uh, definitely uh, summer weather is uh, nice to have it here for sure. Uh, Curtis, you know, a little bit about nice weather, BC, oftentimes very nice. I know, although the last time I was there, it was January and maybe that was stupid for me to go there in January. It was raining the whole weekend, but that's sometimes what you get in BC, but Curtis, what's up with you and uh, talk about your hockey days.
0: Yeah. I mean, just being Canadian, obviously started when I, lacing up with skates when I was like three years old. So uh yeah played uh played a while. I think I had finished with uh five years over in Europe. I was in Norway, Switzerland, Germany two years. And uh yeah, no, it was it was good. Two years retired now, jumped into real estate. So quite a different uh, look look on things, but loving it. It's nice to be home, settled, not living on a bus anymore. So uh no, it's it's good. It's the
2: Cole's notes. Exactly. A laundry list of ho- hockey players that after retirement go into real estate. I mean, I can't believe how many. It's like endless yeah. it's, uh, dozens, hundreds even. I th- it feels like. But uh, no, it's going and that's going well. I can tell you because you're busy as shit. <laughs> it must be yeah. going well business. It's good.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's nice to kind of transfer all the all the stuff you learn in hockey and all that. Uh, I guess self-discipline into, into something post-hockey. So,
2: yeah, it's nice. All right. So basically we did a show yesterday. I was on it and we did uh, Nikita Koshirski was our guest. I gave a lot of my thoughts on game two in the series. Overall, we'll get into breaking down game three specifically in just a sec, but let's get our guests thoughts. I've talked about it enough. Dan, when you watch this series through two games, it looks like there's no road back for Tampa Bay, but talk about the first two games, the series to this point, uh, what's your thoughts on it and, uh, just how great this Colorado team so far looks.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think it's definitely worse than it was when they played New York and they were down two zero, but like they had, they were in that same spot and then they just found a way to win, you know, each game after that. And, um, but you know, this is a different animal, different team and they're until they're able to get them uncomfortable or until they're able to do something to make Colorado have to think twice about what they're doing. Then I think that um, it's going to be really hard for them to win, but they, if anyone can do it, they can, because they've done it a bunch. Um, I mean, I played a little for John Cooper my last year in, when I was in Tampa Bay and AHL, NHL, and he like, he's an unreal coach. Like he's probably the smartest coach I've ever, I've ever played for. And so I think he'll find a way to, to, to make it interesting. I think, uh, but yeah, I mean, it doesn't, it's, God, it's it's so hard to say. There's no road back for that team, but, uh, they're going to need to just, Block a million shots goalies gonna to have to play unbelievable and they're gonna to have to be really opportunistic because It just doesn't seem like they're quite as dominant as they've been the first the last couple of years uh, Tampa that is and this Colorado team They haven't played a team like this in the final like their last two finals were against two teams that Weren't even close to this team. So I think that that makes that's kind of a big difference.
2: No, it's, it's been remarkable to see the dominance. And I've said this, the, the biggest theme and takeaway for me through the first two games is when you've got a Tampa Bay team that has really had good, solid, structured defense the whole playoffs. And last year, too, they changed the way they play. They're fine-winning, low-scoring games. And they, that's basically the change. The wake-up call came when they got swept out of the playoffs by Columbus a few years ago. And it's like, you know, we got to change the way we go about things in the playoffs if we're going to have success. And they committed to good defense. Low-scoring games, they were fine winning those type of games. But here's the problem now. They rely on so much of their structure and their defense and their shot-blocking and their goaltending, which is usually good enough to beat most teams. But Colorado is just, their team speed is so, they, they skate so fast, they move the puck so fast, whether it's north, south, east, west, and the players are never stationary, and then they're thinking the game at a high rate of speed. Like, Kale McCarr thinks the game at a high rate of speed. Nate McKinnon thinks the game at a high rate of speed. Most of those blue line, Devon Taves even, who's been just an absolute sensation for Colorado, getting him from the Islanders. What they do is they all think the game fast. And so when you combine the skating speed with the puck movement speed, players moving and then not staying stationary, so the puck doesn't stick in one area. And then you've got the thing, the, the thinking speed, where you're moving the puck quicker than the defense can react. What's it doing? It's opening up seams, it's opening up passing lanes, it's opening up shooting lanes, it's opening up the defense, it's making Andre Vasilevsky move laterally in, the, in between the pipes. So as a result, you're opening up these scoring opportunities that normally Tampa Bay shuts down. That, to me, is the biggest thing I've noticed in game two. Now, I've never played hockey in my life, but that's the observation I find, is that they're just moving the puck at a level that is above and beyond what Tampa Bay has seen. So far, and it's getting the shot blocking and the defenseman out of position. It's getting Andre Vasilevsky out of position where he's just off his angles ever so slightly, and it's giving room on the on the, on the far side or even on the short side at times to be beaten by Colorado in the first two games. And there's very little that Tampa Bay's been able to do about it. You've got to be playing at an extreme level to be to make Victor Hedman look like a stiff out there. And to be honest, that's what the Tampa—that's what Colorado's done here in the first two games. Like They've made him look like a marginal defenseman. He's playing at a level right now in the first two games where he looks like he just got called up from the AHL and he's deer in the headlights here in a big-time Stanley Cup final. That's what it looks like to me. He, he has struggled that much. And it's not so much that, well, Victor Edmonds turned into a shit defenseman. Of course, that's not the case. It's just that Colorado has played so well they've made him look like that. Uh, here so far in two games. And that's been big. Uh, the big guns of, St- of Tampa Bay have done nothing in the first two games. Stamp goes very quiet in the first two games. Kucherov, no points, no shots on goal. I was joking with my guest yesterday, Nikita Kucherski. I think I could have got a better stat line in game two from Nikita Kucherski than Nikita Kucherov uh, in game two uh, on Saturday night. Uh, he was just totally invisible as far as I'm concerned. So they've got to play better, uh, both uh, of those players. Somehow, some way, they've got to neutralize the speed. I don't know what Cooper can do. He's the master of adjustments. We know that. Maybe he has to go 1-3-1. One, one. I suggested that yesterday. Trap, trap, trap it up in the neutral zone. They don't like playing that way. They don't want to play that way because it hamstrings their own offense. But I think at this point, you got no choice because you just cannot keep this team from making these plays and getting that speed and thinking the game at a high level and getting your defense out of position. So what they do in Game 3 tonight is going to be fascinating. Uh, Curtis, what are your thoughts so far, first two games of this series?
0: Uh, I kind of missed the first game. Cabo will do that to you. But
2: uh, no, the second game caught a lot of that. Cabo and, or uh, Stanley Cup Final Game 1 on television. Yeah, That's yeah.
0: Easy choice, yeah. Yeah, there weren't <laughs> too many where I could keep my feet my, uh, in the sand. So, um, no, but the second game I caught a lot of that. And yeah, it was just obviously... Dominant performance, uh, didn't even look up too much of the stats, just watched the game, but you told me a little bit of the stats, and, yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy, especially in the Stanley Cup final, especially from the team that's done it the last two years. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of I'm jumping on the Tampa bandwagon for tonight. I kind of had Colorado to win the Cup for, for quite a while here, um, even uh, late into the season there. But uh, I just want to see them make it interesting. And you know what? You never know. Um, that's that's the nice part about hockey is is any team can lose on any given day, um, you just never know. So I would love to see them make it interesting. I, I hope it's not a blowout, um, but yeah, that that's kind of where I'm sitting. And who knows? Maybe it's the elevation. Tampa couldn't get up to the to the Rockies there and, and compete in the elevation. I know it's a big change. It, it really is. Like even uh, when I was uh, at, uh, with the with the Flames at their camp there um i almost died and it's not nearly as high as colorado so um it can make a difference but uh i guess the abs are coming down the ocean level there got more oxygen to breathe in so could go could go wrong double time again for them
2: so who knows yeah no, no, who knows indeed uh we're gonna find out a lot tonight because that's why Everything you look at in the first two games, even the 4-3 overtime game, even it was close, but Colorado was the better team that day. I thought they definitely outplayed Tampa, and then certainly the 7-0 game. I'll just give you some stats from that game, too. 21-6 scoring chances for Colorado. Uh, 7-1 high danger chances in favor of Colorado. Uh, 78% to 22% with the scoring chance percentage in favor of Colorado. 88-12 to high danger percentage in favor of uh, Colorado. Uh, the expected goals margin was 1.52 to 0. 0.35. When you're more than a goal, ex- when you're more than a goal, expected goal better than the opponent, you're crushing them in a game when you see that statistic. So it was just complete dominance. But I have not at any point yesterday or so far today said Tampa Bay is done. I, and I won't say that because, again, you're not out. The series is, doesn't really get it started until a home team loses. You know, we have to allow Tampa Bay the opportunity to show us what they've got. Game three, game four, back at home, adjustments made, you know, last line change for John Cooper. Let's see if that has a significant impact on the proceedings as well. You got to always hold the door open for that to be the case. So that's why tonight's going to be, that's why it's a fascinating game. You know, when you think of, you know, scintillating, fascinating, You know, wow, this is really interesting. I'm really, really interested and I'm really, really fascinated, you know, by what we're going to see tonight. Uh, This is one of those games because the first two games you look at it and you think Colorado just looks way better. It's got every potential to continue tonight. Tampa's in big trouble. But at the same point in time, you're talking about a Tampa Bay team that's got incredible resolve, incredible grit, a no quit, never say die attitude. And if it's ever going to show up, it's going to be tonight here. Uh, in game three uh, of this series. Um, I believe my colleague has joined us here, Andrew McGinnis, Andrew, welcome in. Um, just, you know, we haven't seen you for a couple of days. I mean, just the thoughts on the series so far, it's just been incredible to see the Avs' domination.
3: Yeah, it has been. I mean, uh, I thought the biggest takeaway for me from that game too, was the fact that they put up a, you know, touchdown plus the extra point and Miko Landeskog or McKinnon don't find themselves on the score sheet or as far as goal scoring. That's to me is Good the most job scaring part.
2: lightning fans even more, Andrew. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, to me, that's the most impressive part of the game. Not even just the seven goals, the fact that those guys weren't involved, you know. And I've talked to all playoffs long about uh, you know, guys down the lineup, even the, you know, not even really down the lineup, but like Pallad and even Kalorn and Corey Perry when he's contributed in offensive ways and uh Nick Paul with a couple, you know, key goals that doesn't have a lot of goals, but just guys like that. You know, it's funny because to me, I thought that depth would be important for Tampa Bay and the big guys would be important for Colorado. But it's kind of been the opposite right now. I mean, for if, if you like Tampa Bay to win this game tonight, you might as well bet on one of, you know, Kucherov or Stamkos to score or their shots on goal because that's why the prop market was invented for us betters. And I think that's what people should realize. If you really love Tampa Bay tonight, I'm guessing you think. You're going to see lots of shots from your top guys. No, Nobody's lining up tonight to bet on uh, Tampa Bay saying, God, I think it's going to be a great game from Corey Perry. You know what I mean? Like if they're going to win tonight, it's going to be the top guys getting it done. So, uh, you know, two, nothing going into game three, it's going to be a lot, to, uh, you know, we're going to find out a lot about both teams tonight, but the the odds are what's most interesting to me in this one here at a pick and price. Most shops, Tells you a lot about Tampa Bay and how they play at home.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's there's no question, uh, and it's just it tells you also how the domination as we get into game three now. Specifically talking about tonight's game and side total player props, we will uh, cover it all like we did on Saturday with Vito. I don't think we could have given you more insight on the side, the total, the player props as we did in that game. We'll try to duplicate that here. Game three, Colorado, Tampa Bay. As you see, Tampa Bay even money. Tampa Bay usually at home, regardless of who they play, they are at least, and I mean at the very least, a minus-130 favorite. And I'm being generous when I say that. Oftentimes, they're minus-140, minus-150. And I think maybe if they weren't blown out in game two, if they lost a close game, or if they won game two, Tampa Bay is minus-130 or 40 at least here. But they looked so bad, and they looked so badly dominated and outclassed that here we are with Tampa Bay minus-110, even money on home ice in game 3 total 6 uh, shaded to the under in this one look i'm i'm going to i'm i've made three pregame bets in terms of the side and the total i'm going to take i'm going to live and die by the sword of the lightning here that they they can turn this around at least for one night and bring this thing back to 2 to 1 it may not be easy but i'm going to get involved with tampa here uh first period as well i think even first period is better than the full game because i actually could see them just flying out of the gate And then Colorado just taking over later in the game. They've done that before uh, many times. So I'm going to split this up. Tampa Bay, first period, minus 110, minus 115, as well as the full game, which is, again, around minus 110. I'm not going to get involved with the total. I could honestly only go over the total with what we've seen from Colorado. But I feel that if Tampa's going to have a better chance to compete and win, it's going to go under. Each of Tampa Bay's last... Several playoff victories. If you go back to Toronto, game seven in the first round, every Tampa Bay win has been an under. Every Tampa Bay playoff win has gone under the total. So I do think if you like Tampa, you got to lean under. And if you like Colorado, you got to lean over as far as the side uh, and the total uh, is concerned. But I'm also going to be on the Colorado Avalanche team total, which is over two and a half. I jumped on this yesterday when it was, I think, minus 138 at Pinnacle a couple books had a really decent price on it it's gone up I know at Pinnacle it's gone up to minus 150 uh, the team total on Colorado and it's gone up even higher than that in some other books but the fact remains a two and a half team total I got to take that with Colorado I've got to take an over two and a half with them even if Tampa Bay plays better Colorado we have to remember is 7 and0 on the road in the Stanley Cup playoffs they won both road games in Nashville when they swept them. They won all three games, including the series clinching game in St. Louis uh, in the second round, and they won both games in Edmonton when they swept the Oilers. So they're 7-0 on the road. So this nonsense that Colorado is going to be quaking in their boots here in uh, Amelie Arena tonight is just uh, absolutely absurd. I mean, they've shown you 7-0 and on the road. They can win away from home, and they've scored at least three goals in every road playoff game. Every one of those road playoff wins, they had at least three goals. I mean, two and a half. You're going to give me that with a total, uh, over for Colorado. Even if Vasilevsky's better, even if the defense is better, that's not asking a lot, in my opinion, for Colorado to get to three goals. So that's what I'm looking at for side and total, A uh, pregame, uh, Andrew, uh, we'll go to you first here, Colorado, Tampa Bay side and total. We'll get to the props after.
3: Okay. I'll keep it uh, short and sweet. I think that, uh, no matter what game plans are put out there, I think this game's going to have goals whether or not it's early or later in the game game one. I really liked that first period over uh, a lot of different reasons, but layoff for Colorado and Tampa Bay, not used to a fast team like that. Either way, what happened, it resulted in a fast start in that one game two. I actually stayed off. Didn't make one single play game two game three here. I'm kind of on the same thing. You just mentioned Dean. team total for Colorado. And you're right. The number has moved, but it makes sense it's moved. You know, I couldn't believe that earlier today it was minus 150 for over two and a half goals for Colorado. Guess what that same price was for Tampa Bay over two and a half. Minus 165. So does the home ice advantage give them 15 cents? I mean, to me, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I think home ice means a lot. Some teams play well at home. Getting the last change is going to be awesome as well, which I think a lot of people aren't talking about as much, but... I, I like goals, and I think asking Colorado to get you three goals, whether or not they win or not, because the buzz around town I'm seeing from people I'm betting in the betting community is, well, Tampa Bay is a different team at home. They're going to get a low-scoring effort. They're going to win. Good luck beating Colorado 3-2 or 3-1, you know? Like, I think that they have to score three or four goals Tampa Bay to win the game, you know? so. It's kind of it's kind of peculiar yeah. to me that their over two and a half team total is is minus one sixty five, but their money line is minus one ten. But anyway, I, I like I like goals in this game. Particularly, I really do like that uh, Colorado uh, over. And as far as the side goes, yeah, I, I I think that I'm looking at Tampa Bay in the first period. If I like them, if not, I'm staying off and just rolling with yeah. Colorado. I actually haven't played a side, so you asked for side and total, and I gave you a team total. <laughs> Team totals uh, aside, I consider that a
2: side. Yeah, Yeah. or total, I should say. I should consider that a total, yeah.
3: Yeah, so that's kind of what I've locked in so far other than a few other props. But um, I I do advise people that if you like Tampa Bay tonight, take the first period because if they fall (laughs) behind again, it'll be tough to come back.
2: I kind of feel that way. And yeah, conceptually, makes sense. Tampa Bay wins. It's a low-scoring game. That's the pattern, right? Ever since Game 7 of Toronto, every Tampa Bay playoff win has gone under the total. But this is Colorado. That's the thing, right? They haven't played the avalanche in any of those previous Tampa Bay playoff wins. The fact that McKinnon good... hasn't
3: scored yet in this series
2: isn't that scary for Tampa? <laughs> you know, like really? So. I mean, he didn't do anything like he's he had two assists, two points in the first two games, I believe, but no goals. He... What what if he gets my cons
3: my ticket is done? And I've ripped that one up already. That's uh, Kel <laughs> McCarr's
2: cons my trophy. It's Kale McCars to lose right now for yeah. Colorado and Tampa Bay. It's it's still probably Vasilevsky or nobody uh, if they end yeah. up coming back and winning, but big if at this point. All right, Dan. Uh, in terms of the side, in terms of totals, team totals, anything tonight? What are you liking?
1: Yeah, I, I um, it's a tough one for me because for Tampa Bay, I've just never bet again. I've never bet against them, but um, I think you have to at some point, and I I just think it could be a little changing kind of a change into the guard here a little bit in Colorado. I think that they are the, the two and a half goals stat. I would have to, I would have to be on that uh, for Colorado to score. I mean, they scored two goals in the first two minutes of the game, both games. Like I know they're on the road, but it's like true. if they can just get one early, I just don't see them not scoring two more, whether it's an, even at that worst, like a, you know, an empty net or something, but there's just no way that I don't think, I think they have Vasilevsky's number. I think they have them, scouted pretty well. I think they're hammering the blocker side on him, and that's going, they're scoring a lot on that shot, and I don't know if there's anything he can do to stop, like, if he can change how how his weakness is that blocker side, or I don't know if they can do something about it, but they just keep hammering that side, and it's working, and then maybe if he's thinking about that too much, he's going to be not as good on the other stuff, so, on the other side. So, I think Colorado, that would be like my my Biggest bet would just be on them to score over two and a half goals, even if it's my even if it was minus 150, 160. You getting it when you got it is awesome. That's huge. I can't like that's surprising. It's that you got it that price. And um, I would go Colorado if I was forced to pick a team money line, I'd, I'd go Colorado and um, and I'd go McKinnon, however many shots on goal is, I would go on the over no matter what they listed it at. I would probably go over for him on shots on goal. I think he'll just be shooting everything, trying to get in on the action, whether it's forcing it a little bit or not. Maybe he's forcing a little bit, but it's still going to result in shots on goal.
2: Yeah, definitely. And uh, By the way, I'm looking forward to the next segment of the show, the props, the player props, because there's a bunch that I like tonight. There are. Okay. Uh, that, that I, And I think this better props game for me, because actually the whole f- fucking playoffs has been better for the props for me. The yeah. side, side and totals for me have not been great from a betting standpoint for me, but the props have been very good. The Saturday night, the Colorado props, unfortunately I would have liked to have seen a couple of the Tampa point and goal score props yeah. cash, but that's not going to happen when you get blanked. Uh, but Colorado, I mean, we had, what do we have? We had big Val to score and a point and we had uh Burakovsky to score a point and score a goal. I mean, it was just phenomenal that first period to see how it played out uh, and some big, ni- nice prices as well. Plus 300, you could have gotten on Andre Burakovsky, to score. Unfortunately, he's out tonight uh, for the Colorado Avalanche. He won't play. He's going to miss at least this game. Uh, and that's unfortunate. You know, he scored the overtime winner, had two points in the first period of game two, and then he gets injured. So Arturi Lekkanen, uh Andrew knows him well, former Montreal Canadian, back up to the second line tonight uh, to take the spot of Andre Burakovsky. And Braden Point may not play. Game time decision. The leg bothering him. It got, you know, obviously got aggravate reaggravated that injury a little bit in game two so keep an eye on brayden point status if he doesn't play it looks like Corey perry could be in line for a promotion and up to the uh second line and and the first power play uh, unit as well for the uh, lightning so uh keep that in mind if point is a no-go tonight for them curtis what do you like here? game three side in total
0: um yeah tough on the total for sure that could go in either way but uh yeah, you know what? Like, after watching that game there, the second game, I, I feel like a lot of people might have thought, like, holy crap, like, this might get boring. This thing's over. And if anybody's thinking that, especially any anybody on the abs a little bit, um, Tampa Bay's coming home to defend two cups. So I definitely like... Um, I'm starting to like Tampa a little more uh, and definitely in the first period, like you say. That, that's a big one, I think. Um, but, yeah, short and sweet, I, I'd say that. Uh, obviously... Abs are a different animal, really. They really are. You can't even like, compare them to any team, I feel like. But, yeah, I mean, I'd go Tampa just because I want it to happen. I just
2: want it to make, get exciting here. Just to make it a series, exactly. Yeah. Just so we don't go, you know, one, two, three, Cancun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
3: exactly. I want to see a series, too. I mean, yeah. let's not see a Stanley Cup final that was so hyped up and then 3 yeah. nothing would be. You hate to yeah. see it.
0: Yeah, Just it trying pretty... to manifest it.
3: And do yeah. you think Tampa Bay could win in low scoring, uh, high scoring fashion? Though that—that's my only thing—is I just don't know if they can contain Colorado to two or three. Even that's my problem. Is like I think Tampa Bay is going to give us their best effort tonight, but they got to score three or four to win. Yeah,
0: PP needs to get hot.
3: That's yeah. what can do it. Oh, for three Saturday
0: yeah. night.
2: I love how Stamp Coast throws stones and calls out his team, and uh, yeah, include yourself in that. The discussions, uh, Stamkos, because your first two games wasn't anything, <laughs> did You didn't he, light did anything say? on fire. Yeah, what it basically he said say? we had to man up after game two. Stamkos to his team, yeah. The, the typical, the typical words of a, of, a, of a upset captain, though, you know, hey, we got to man up, we got to be better. Uh, yeah, we'll see if they, they ha-
1: will, yeah, I think they will in a lot of ways. It'll just be a matter of Colorado, it's just too good or not, you know, I'll find out.
2: No, you're right about that. I think uh, th- there's a lot of things, as you can tell, I'm unsure about for this game. Can they contain Colorado's speed? You know, is it even going to make a difference going back to home ice? The one thing I'm very sure about is Tampa Bay's not going to have a first period like they had it in Colorado in game two or even game one. I think that is a period back at home, you know, embarrassed about game two. goes kind of calling out the entire team. You know, I'm pretty sure that first period they're going to be a house of fire, the Tampa Bay Lightning. they will be throwing everything at the net at uh, Darcy Kemper and Colorado. They'll carry the play early, uh, and it's just a question of will they capitalize and get a good start and a lead off it. Uh, that's going to be the uh, big question. All right, player props now for this game tonight. You know I'm going back to the Andre Palat point. Well, you know that. Andre to score point, which di- obviously did not cash for one of the rare times in game two, uh, obviously with uh, Tampa Bay getting shut out. But Andre Pilat has, again, I will say this for the, uh, it feels like it's the billionth time that I have said that here in these playoffs. He has scored a point in every home playoff game uh, for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. It's just been absolute automatic. Uh, he's obviously going to still be, it doesn't look like uh, John Cooper is going to alter the top line at all. It still looks like it's going to be Palat, Stamkos, uh, and Kucherov tonight. Uh, So you're still going to get him playing the big minutes on the top line with those two guys, and yet you can still get minus 130. You know That's the price just for him to get a point. Uh, Andre Pallad on that top line, I will not turn that down. Uh, He will, uh, I think, get back on the uh, uh, score sheet tonight here uh, in game three on home ice. Again, he's collected a point in every home playoff game uh, for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. I think some shots on goal props for Stamkos, Kucherov, Hedman, uh, from the blue line, probably uh, worth a look as well. And I'm going to go back. Remember, I said in game two with Ghost, that's why I was so pissed off with the way he played, that after he gets no points in one game, he usually automatically finds the score sheet the next. He did not do that in game two. Obviously, they got shut out. He had no points in game one, no points in game two. So that trend ended. The entire playoffs, he gets shut out with no points. He at least gets a point the next game. Didn't happen in game two. But I think it's going to happen tonight. Now, you could go Stamkos, uh, you know, lay a price just for him to get a point. Does does maybe the whistle favor Tampa tonight? You know, if you really want to get more value, you know, look to the power play points market, you know, with guys like Stamkos, guys like Kucherov, guys like Victor Hedman, you know, Perry even if he gets on that number one power play unit and Braden Point doesn't play. I mean, you could and you could get great plus prices for those guys to score a power play point um again i'm keeping it small because again i've got worries that can they handle colorado uh but i do think you're going to see them have a chance to finally get on the board so all of those props make some sense to me for tampa for colorado it's big val natchushkin you know we're going to keep taking the guy i mean he's just been absolutely sensational and nikita made a good point yesterday on our show a contract year for big val natchushkin and Man, is, is he not playing like it? My goodness. I mean, he's had a phenomenal year. You can tell he's, he wants to get paid uh, in the offseason. That incentivizes a player. That motivates a player. Uh, and he is playing like it right now for the Avalanche. So you can still get just remarkably cheap, bargain-filled prices on big Val Nachushkin point, big Val uh to score a goal, which has been a repeated go-to for me uh, throughout these uh, playoffs. Like, for him to get a point tonight, Val Nachushkin is just minus 135, uh, for him to score a goal, you know, it was around, it's been around plus 225. Uh, it's still around the plus 200 mark. It's been a, adjusted a little bit, uh, but to me, not a lot. Uh, so that's definitely something that interests me here. It, it kind of feels like McKinnon is going to score at some point, maybe have a multi goal game. I would say if you like McKinnon to finally get on the scoreboard and score a goal, go for the multiple goals, go for the two plus goals, uh, Nathan McKinnon goal scorer prop, because He's one of those players that will score in bunches. He won't just score one in a game. He'll score two or a hat-trick like he did in the series against St. Louis uh, in the second round. So that's something you can consider as well on the Colorado side tonight uh, in this game. You've got, like I said, Lekanen going up to the second line now. So his shots on goal prop, his goal score prop, his points prop, I think is worth a look. Lekanen playing on that second line now in Burakovsky's spot. Uh, he will be with uh, Rantanen. Uh, as well as uh, Comfer uh, on the uh, second line, it looks like, possibly tonight for the uh, Colorado Avalanche. Cogliano, Hellman, O'Connor, the third line, Obey, Kubel, Sturm, and Newhook looks to be the uh, fourth line. So I'll have more props, too, probably add some later in the day, but that's what I've got for now. We do have the live betcast cast uh, tonight for Game 3 uh, at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern, so I will make sure I give you uh, the list of any props that I bet between now uh, and the start of that game on the uh, BetCast tonight, which we're looking forward to. DM me or email me as well if you want to join the BetCast tonight. Uh, Dan, what do you like in terms of any player props for Game 3? Yeah,
1: I just clicked on it when you said McKinnon. It went from plus 140 to like plus 650 for two. So you have to go that two just for less money. Um, I like that a lot Um, because you're right about that. That's a good call. And um, yeah, the shots on goal looks like four and a half for him. So I go over it on that. Um, And then what else was it? It was, um, I like the shots on goal kind of because I feel like, and then uh, Makar was like over, over like just over two and a half shots. I would go over for that for two and a half. And then Sam is only at two and a half also. So I would go over, over two and a half for him. I think after speaking up and he's going to have to shoot, be a shooter, not, not overpassing it. Guys like Kucharov scare me because they'll pass like even when they could easily shoot. So but I think uh, those three guys, um, for shots on goal and, and uh, McKinnon to score two, um, definitely kind of all in on Colorado and for the first time, basically against Tampa Bay because they're the ones that have done – I was betting them like the whole playoffs, and and, it was, and I was going to sleep fine at night if they lost just because you feel good about betting them because they're Tampa. So this will be the first time. And I'm a psycho, so if, like, Tampa wins, I'll be happy because, like, I wanted to go more games too. So either way, if it's Colorado wins, you're happy because you won some cash. And if Tampa wins, you lose. But I'm happy because it's a longer series and you get to watch more hockey. So you kind of win-win win. either
2: way. Just by the way, I was concerned about the McKinnon shot. I might get there with the McKinnon shots, Dan, now that you mentioned it. Uh, over 4.5, minus 140. Because I know he's averaged like 10 shots on goal at home throughout the playoffs. Yeah. On the road, it's been a little bit more up and down. But still... I look at the seven road playoff games for Colorado. McKinnon, in four of the seven road playoff games, uh, he has had at least five shots on goal. And, of course, that's what you need tonight for this over four and a half, this five. Right. So yeah. he's had five plus in four of the seven road games uh, in yep. the playoffs.
1: And there's a few other guys on there that I feel like, I don't know, I haven't followed their shots on goal enough, but just some guys that I feel like at two and a half or one and a half, some of them, that it's like minus 160, 170, yep. like a plat a lot. like I just think those guys are going to have to be shooting early and often, and they're just going to be Kutra will be dishing to those two, him and Stamkos. And I think that they'll, I think that you have to think long and hard about those guys getting more shots, the top guys for both teams, because they've been quiet.
2: Yeah. Well, no, I'm locked in, Noah. Uh, Noah S. in our chat. So I take you aren't hedging off the series over points with Pilat. No, I'm, I bet it before the series at DraftKings are good partners here. Uh, with the ice guys and the hockey podcast network, so I'm in. I mean, I'm hoping he gets to four points here uh, for me. Uh, he did get a point in game one. Let's remember that, uh, Andre Pilat. So, uh, but we need we need Andre Pilat to come alive here uh, in game three and beyond here in these uh, playoffs. He's got just he's got the one point through the first two games. He scored that goal on that beautiful feed from Kucherov in game one, uh, which got them back at within three two, I believe, uh, in that first game. It was a great goal. Uh, But I'm not giving up on that. You know, Tampa's got to win games too, right? You're going to have a better chance to cash over three and a half series points on Andre Pilat if they don't get swept or if the series doesn't end in five games, if it goes six or seven, look at that. We're right back on pace maybe to cash that. So it all depends on how good Tampa is in these next two home games. Uh, What do you think here, Curtis, with uh, player props, anything you like?
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to hammer all the, all the PP boys. I think, uh, You know, Cooper's telling the boys they're at war, so it's going to get chippy here. Uh, Tampa Bay's pretty smart. They've obviously won two, so I could imagine the doors are open at the arena already, slowing that ice down. So, uh, yeah, it could get chippy and just be a PP battle. So, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, they're definitely going to try and slow the the abs down, maybe play the body on the car a little more as they should. So, uh, yeah, I think just hammering the PP boys is the play tonight.
2: Yeah, no doubt about that. It's It's been uh, the power play points. And like I say, with the power play points, you know, you got to hope, obviously, it's more power play goals than even strength if you're going to bet them. But, you know, you would think tonight the referees, I don't want to say it's the NBA mantra in place tonight where the NHL wants a series. They don't want to sweep, you know, give Tampa an extra call or two tonight, especially on home ice. It could happen. I'm not saying it will. But, you know, if you have those conspiracy theories, Uh, Maybe you're going to see Tampa get an extra call or two tonight uh, in uh, this uh, game. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, And I do have Makar over five and a half points for the series, and he's got two uh, for uh, Colorado. So, you know, still some work to do there, but uh, still uh, hopefully if we get more than four games so that some of these series point props with these players that I took before the series can uh, come through for us. All right, Andrew, player props for tonight that you like.
3: Honestly, my favorite one is Vasilevsky under 32 and a half saves. And it's not really a dig against how he's going to play. It's more so thinking that hopefully uh, Tampa Bay can keep Colorado to the outside a little bit and just limit their chances. You you saw Colorado score seven goals, guys, in that last game. And it was only on 30 shots, you know, so that wouldn't even have cashed even if he saved all, all of the shots, you know what I mean? So 32 and a half here. You know, Vasi has that great record at home, great record off a loss, that everyone loves to talk about. I just think that as great as he is, I think that it's more about the team, you know, preventing the shots from happening, blocking more shots, and keeping them out of the offensive zone time. So um, that's to me, I think, is my favorite one. And I, even though I made some jokes about him earlier, I did take Perry at plus 395 to score tonight because I just thought that was an unbelievable price. I jumped on uh, Nachushkin as well with you. And I took Kucherov shots on goal over three and a half shots.
2: All right. There we go. I some good props there. I agree with, especially if points not going to play tonight. Yeah, John Cooper already said it. And the, the beat writers for Tampa on Twitter said it too. Corey Perry is the player circle to take a lot of those minutes in his spot. His spot in the lineup, second line, his spot on the number one power play unit. So it's going to make that. I might that, do a point too. I shouldn't
3: yeah. just take a goal. I should probably do point
2: angle. Plus 165 just to get a point for Corey Perry. Uh, Tonight, the outstanding price at DraftKings there, plus 165 uh, for him just to get a point tonight uh, in this game. So I think that's definitely uh, something to uh, consider as well, especially if he's going to get those big minutes increases uh, with Braden Point potentially not play. This could be one of those props you bet, it you know, 30 minutes or less before the game starts, because then you're going to know clarity on the Tampa Bay lineup situation. Uh, for game three tonight. So that would definitely be the advice because you know Perry's going to get a bump in the lineup tonight if indeed uh, Braden Point's not uh, available uh, for the Lightning tonight in game three. Great stuff. Uh, great analysis. Side total props. Game three. Remember, we've got the live bet cast uh, tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern time. We're looking forward to that. Live betting analysis. Bring a beer on with you if you want. It's a bar and a pub atmosphere, essentially. That's what the live BetCasts are. So uh, make sure you join us. If you want to join the uh, BetCast tonight, just send me a DM or email Bobano350 at gmail.com, and we'll make sure we send you the link for the BetCast tonight. We're looking forward to it. and It's a come and go as you please. I mean, you know, If you want to stay for 10 minutes, you can. If you want to stay for one period, you can. You want to stay for the full game, you can. So it's whatever you want to do. Uh, we appreciate it. And the BetCast, we might only have two of these left because we're here for game three and we're game four. We'll have a BetCast Wednesday night as well. That could be it. I was thinking maybe we'll have a game seven, as that would be the only other bet cast on this in this series. But Tampa's got work to do to ensure that happens. Uh, All right. Thanks, guys, for joining. We'll get to uh, best bets to wrap up the show in just a second. But first, DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers bet just $1 on any NHL team. Get $150 in free bets if they win. If DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state or province, uh, you can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. DraftKings giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings app. Sign up for an account. Use the promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team. Get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 years of age or older. Must reside in a DraftKings Sportsbook state or province. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sign up for an account. Use the promo code THPN. All right, best bets. Uh, To wrap the show up, we'll start with the guests here today. Dan Sexton, thanks for joining us. Great stuff, great insight. uh, Best bet for tonight, what do you like?
1: Okay, Um, just looking at it, I mean, like I said, I like Colorado to win, but um, as far as the best bet, I'll go third period, minus uh, .5 Colorado, uh, plus 150. I think if they get up, you know, if it's a tight game and they're up a goal, um, they, they they could get a you know, give me empty netter. If they're losing 3-1, I think they, they win that third period probably and, and take a run back. And so I, if it's tied, you know, it's kind of a, whatever happens, happens. But I think there's a couple scenarios where they'll end up the first period. You know, I think I, you guys are right. Tampa probably has the advantage, but I, I'll just take Colorado third period uh, to basically just win the third period at plus 150 because decent odds and um, worth a shot.
2: That's absolutely phenomenal. That's absolutely that, that's a that's a rare type of best bet that I've heard anyone have on this show. Let you know the hosts, me, Andrew, Jimmy, Alex, any of our guests. Third period, Colorado minus a half, plus one fifty for Colorado to win the third period. Essentially, plus one fifty. That's a great call. It really is. It makes sense if they're up. Love it. All right, there it is. Colorado to win the third period, plus one fifty. Uh, for Dan Sexton, best bet. All right, Curtis, what do you like here for uh, best bet?
0: Yeah, I'll definitely be jumping on the wagon for that bet that he just mentioned. Uh, but uh, did you did you mention that McCarr didn't even have an assist in this series
2: yet? Uh, Kale McCarr, he's got yeah, no assists. Uh, both of his points in Game Two were goals. Yep.
0: Yeah, I might be jumping on that then. I think he's definitely due for an assist. I'd definitely, because I think it'll be. It's got to be a little slower ice down there in Florida. So, yeah, I'm thinking it's got to be a little more PP dominant. I think he's just going to get a couple apples probably on the point there, just dishing them out. So, uh, yeah, I'll definitely be taking that Colorado in the third, Tampa in the first, and probably a Macar assist. Mix in some others too. Got to jump on the wagon, hopefully for a Tampa win. And a choose Michu- skin goal probably and Perry
2: points. There you go. A lot of good stuff. I will give you yeah, McCarr for your like best it. bet. McCarr, over, oh, McCarr assists. McCarr assists is yeah, minus like 130. Uh, just yeah, take go an assist. That's a good one. Yeah. Kale McCarr assist minus 130 uh, for Curtis. We'll give him that for uh, best bet. All right. Andrew, uh, what do you like for best bet?
3: Yeah. Look, I don't love the odds on it, but uh, I, I still minus 150. Colorado team total over two and a half. You're going to tell me this team. It's going to be held to two goals. I don't think so. I think they're going to continue to roll. Whether or not it's a win or a loss for them tonight, I believe we see him put three in the net. So, team total over for Colorado for me.
2: All right. Colorado team total over two and a half, minus 150 for uh, best bet uh, for Andrew. That was a best bet consideration for me. I really do like that team total. I'm on that team total. I like it a lot as well. But the one thing I like better than that is. Win or lose, maybe they're just too good for Tampa. But I think in that first period, Tampa's going to throw everything they got. Whatever they've got in the tank, whatever's there, we see it in the first period. So I'm going to go with Tampa Bay, minus uh, 110 in the uh, first period money line here. Uh, Yeah, you can still get minus 110 Tampa Bay money line in a couple of places. I'm going to go with that first period. Lightning, minus 110. Uh, Hopefully we have a little ACDC. Thunderstruck! Hopefully we have that tonight here uh, in Game 3, early in the game. Tampa Bay comes out strong. Tampa minus 110, first period. Money line for me for uh, best bet for Game 3 tonight. All right, uh, final words from our guests. Uh, Thank uh, both Dan Sexton, Curtis Gedding, for joining us here on this Monday edition. Dan, thanks for joining the show. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah,
1: that was fun. Good to meet you, Curtis. Good to meet you boys on the podcast. And um, Best of luck with it going forward. Thanks for having me on.
2: Yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, And Curtis, same to you. And good luck with the uh, real estate biz. Keep it rocking there with that uh, down in uh, beautiful British Columbia. Uh, Thanks for joining us, Curtis, on the show.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Good luck uh, next year again. Nice to meet you. And uh, thanks for having me on, boys. Appreciate it.
2: Good stuff, good stuff. And thanks to Andrew McGinnis, too. <laughs> good stuff, guys. on with us uh, every day, uh, just about. And reminder, BetCast tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern. Join us for Game 3 uh, tonight. We're looking forward to that. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live on YouTube. And if you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For Andrew McGinnis, Dan Sexton, Curtis Geddig, our special guests, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Monday. Enjoy Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final. Good luck with all of your bets. We'll see you for the BetCast tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern. The Ice Guys Live BetCast presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.